podcast of sermons by Pastor Charles St. Ange, LCMS missionary in Montreal, Quebec, and the Caribbean. Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. There are none so blind as those who will not see. As a proverb, that saying can actually be traced back all the way to 1546, which just so happens to be the year in which Martin Luther died. But I don't think it originated there because it has echoes all the way through the Hebrew scriptures from the word of the Lord to the prophets. Think of Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 21. Hear this, O foolish and senseless people who have eyes but see not, who have ears but hear not. And not just there, but in one of the favorite passages that's often used when missionaries are being sent out to proclaim the gospel to various places on earth. That great passage from Isaiah chapter 6. This is the call of Isaiah to go out and preach the word of the Lord. And every prophet in the Old Testament has one of these call narratives. You probably know this passage, if not by its context, then maybe even from memory. In the year that King Isaiah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another, saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. But I said, Woe is me, for I am lost. For I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a burning coal, and he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, your guilt is taken away, and your sin is atoned for. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. It's a great passage, especially for a Reformation Sunday, when we think of Martin Luther being called to go out so bravely and nail those 95 theses to the castle church door, and the Lutheran reformers being called to stand before the emperor and before bishops and before the people of Germany, and through them, elsewhere through the world, proclaiming the one true eternal gospel. The thing is, we forget what comes next in that passage. And the Lord said, then go and say to this people, keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Make the heart of this people dull and their ears heavy and blind their eyes, lest they see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. There are none so blind as those who will not see. Consider our gospel lesson for this Reformation Day. Now, a little refresher here. What is the central historical event in the life of the pre-Jesus church? We stand up for the reading of the Holy Gospel. What did the people of God prior to the writing of the gospel stand up for? We celebrate Easter as the central festival of our Christian church life. What was the ancient church's Easter before the resurrection of Jesus? Was it not the Passover? 
Was it not the deliverance from Egypt? Was it not God rescuing the descendants of Abraham who had become slaves in Egypt? God had promised great blessings to the nations through Abram. But he also warned him of what would become of his descendants. As the sun was setting down, a deep sleep fell on Abram, and behold, dreadful and great darkness fell upon him. Then the Lord said to Abram, Know for certain that your offspring will be sojourners in a land that is not theirs and will be servants, slaves there, and they will be afflicted for 400 years. But I will bring judgment on the nation that they serve, and afterward they shall come out with great possessions. And sure enough, the descendants of Abraham became slaves. But God raised up Moses and liberated them from Pharaoh, freed them from bondage, and they were no longer slaves, but a free people set loose to serve the Lord. In that context, listen again to the gospel. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And they answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you can say you will become free? There are none so blind as those who will not see. And even to paraphrase it a little bit, none so stupid as those who will not remember. So what about us this morning? What are the things that we have become too blind to see? And what have we become too dumb to remember? In Romans chapter 3, Paul writes to the church in Rome and to us gathered here today. Now, we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law so that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God. Well, except for us, of course. We have nothing to be held accountable for because we're good Christians. And we have never sinned against anyone. Those people out there. They're the ones who need Jesus. They're the ones who need salvation, but not us. We're the good ones. We're the holy people of God. We're not going out and having brunch on Sunday morning or puttering around the garage or even worse, staying in bed. We're here worshiping the Lord. Blind to our own sin, we turn judgment away from our own hearts very easily and reflect it back on others, that the Lord might judge them and not you and I. Are we ready to come before the altar of God and acknowledge that we have treated temporary things as permanent and eternal things as temporary and not worth our time? I can't help but think of social media. Facebook, a great blessing and a great curse at the same time. And if I have a moment during the week and scroll through the pages of my Facebook feed, page after page I see of political intrigue with any number of comments and likes and dislikes and hot, heated conversation. But post anything that seems Christian and hardly a person comments. 
post a political commentary and you can get at least 200 people to jump on, but post a Bible verse, post a gospel message, post an encouragement in the Lord. And there's the sound of crickets on social media. This is the good news that Martin Luther fought for. He didn't fight over purely politics, but fought over the proclamation that Christ has died on the cross, that you and I who were slaves to sin might be set free. But there are none so blind as those who do not see their own sin. Jesus says, if the Son sets you free, you will be free, indeed, truly free. Amen, amen, I proclaim to you free. That kind of freedom. And so that is the freedom that each and every one of us receive every time we gather together and the pastor stands and says, in the stead and by the command of my Lord Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins. Your bonds have fallen off. Your Conscience is now clean. You are now free to live before God in righteousness and purity forever. Why then, if we are free, do we live as if we are slaves? Why then, if we can see, do we live still as if we are blind? We still permit ourselves to be enslaved by the elementary forces of this world, as Paul calls them, letting grudges rule our hearts, letting anxiety be our God. You and I have been set free. You and I were slaves to sin, worried all the days of our life about death, filled with twisted and evil thoughts of Satan. But we have been set free. Christ, by his perfect life, redeemed your life from the bondage to sin. Christ, by his cross, died so that he might crush Satan for you. Christ, by his resurrection, destroyed the fear of death and its hold over us. We are slaves no more, but members of God's household. How can we return to blindness and not see what God has done? Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead, John writes in his revelation, with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people. We need to be reminded of that eternal gospel every single day or we will not remember. We need to come face to face with our sin and our Savior Jesus Christ all the time or we will be blinded by this world. There are none so blind as those who cannot see, but there are also none so free as those who are no longer blind. May Christ make it so for you and I today and always. Amen. If you'd like to learn more, visit intheway.org. Thank you for listening and God bless your week.